President Moorhead sent out an email today. He mentions that they're looking at options. Um, I, I've got that in front of me. So let me, he's, I know you're frustrated. Um, I'm frustrated too. You should know that I have assembled a group to explore a range of options for honoring and celebrating your graduation at the appropriate time. Once we see significant progress in stopping the pandemic, the university will be in a much better position to determine what might be possible. Hello, students. Welcome to the Data Dogs podcast. This is season two. In this first episode of this series, we're going to walk you through the journey of what the COVID-19 pandemic has caused within the University of Georgia community. What's the current situation with students, faculty, and staff? This is presented by my co-host, Jake Mosley, and our new co-host, Emily Nicholas, um, along with myself. And we hope to bring you the most current information within the Office of Student Engagement, Career Management Center, the MBA admissions team for both the MS Business Analytics Program and the full-time MBA program. Well, that escalated quickly. It's like we went from spring break to the end of the semester. And I'm still, I'm sure as you guys are, we're still trying to figure that out, what it means, what's coming next for us. And so Lee and Emily and I thought we could do a podcast because I think we're good at podcasting. We as a staff are working um, across admissions, career management center and student engagement to keep you guys connected in this uh, most trying of times. And so with that in mind, we're going to do a weekly podcast. Lee and Emily, uh, let, let's go. What are, you, are you guys ready to join me? I'm ready. Jokes and all, we're here. Awesome. Um, yeah, so we're kind of excited to be able to use this podcast as a way to communicate with you guys now that we're all working remotely, which is strange for me. I'm used to being in the office and seeing all the students' faces. But what Data Dogs was before to those that um, are MBA students that haven't checked in with this yet um, is we have been using this as a platform to communicate with prospective students, incoming students, and current students to talk all things related to the business analytics program. But now we want to use this as a way to communicate with our MSBA students and then our also our full-time MBA students um, just to kind of get you know, communicate with you guys, let you know the information that we're sharing, what's going on with the Office of Student Engagement, um, our Career Management Center, and then also our MBA admissions team, um, just to kind of, you know, what it looks like now and what it's going to look like for the rest of the semester. The reason we decided to use this platform is because we already had a live podcasting platform so it's much easier for us to just plug this as season two thanks jake so let's start with the updates of of what happened when you guys were at spring break and then you weren't allowed to come back to campus that following monday um i think everything kind of hit at once one day we were talking about what it's going to look like and the next day we were told not to come to work so (laughs) exactly and then it was from there it was don't come back for the semesters. Everything's going to move to online. So I'm not sure what the student experience was last week, as I guess you guys technically classes were suspended for two weeks. But behind the scenes, there were a lot of emails back and forth about, okay, what's next? What do we need to put in place? Both from the university level, then 
those directives trickled down to us in the departmental levels and program levels. And, and it was a hectic week trying to sort it all out. But um, we're, we're looking forward to um, online classes starting next week. And, and I know um, one reason that I'm excited to have Emily joining us, too, uh, besides her, you know, all of her uh, good jokes, um, I think she's got a, a killer personality for this, but she's going to also be able to represent the CMC and everything that the CMC is doing for those still on the uh, job line. So hopefully we'll have a little, little, little business, a little fun is what we're going for. Yeah, so thanks, Emily, for joining us for our first COVID cast podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. I always said I was needing my 15 minutes of fame since I just started in August. So this is it. This is my, uh, my beginning catapult to fame. Thank you. We try to encourage the development of our team members. So here we go. Oh, Emily, you have to share what your stage name is, though. Oh, okay. Well, I thought I would hold this till later, but for those students who participated in our peanut butter and jelly party in celebration of Juwan's 10th leap year birthday... Uh, we made a, a, a myriad of different peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, one of which was made with Paul Allaire's hot red pepper jelly. And so creation that I made was hot red pepper jelly on toasted bread with honey and creamy peanut butter. And as I was presenting and the way they do an Iron Chef, I was saying, today I have for you a creamy red hot pepper jelly honey. And then I felt like that was a really good, like, nickname for me. So creamy, red hot pepper, honey. You know, it's kind of like, it's like a spin on like, hey, honey, or hey, sweetie. But it's just more elaborate and really kind of gives a vision. Um, so, yeah, if anybody would like to call me that. It's like a little lengthy. So any suggestions for shortening that? Um, and with that, I feel like, I mean, do you two want to have uh, nicknames for the podcast also? I don't know if they'll... They don't have to be peanut butter and jelly related, but maybe otherwise. I don't think I have a story that rolls into something as awesome as yours. <laughs> no, right? And I think from an HR standpoint, we're in good shape since you gave this name yourself. So we can't. We could sort of um, see if we can help. I, I don't know. It is a bit lengthy, but it rocks. And if we need to tighten it, we can. Um, growing up in South Georgia, everybody always um, – were given nicknames, but one of the rules was you couldn't give yourself a nickname. Other people had to do it. You were the second person in my life to successfully give yourself a nickname. So congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to do that. I, I also laugh at my own jokes. So it's just really, it's an internal uh, entertainment reel. See, this is why, this is why we're going to be perfect at this. This is why we're going to, mm-hmm. from an update standpoint, we wanted to talk about, I, I know, um, graduation is foremost on everybody's mind and the canceling of the convocation was a huge blow and um, to us as well I just want you guys to know we had nothing to do with the decision but I know the university takes that very seriously and I don't think it was one they, they made lightly I was happy to see President Moorhead sent out an email today he mentions that they're looking at options. Um, I, I've got that in front of me. So let me, he's, I know you're frustrated. Um, I'm frustrated too. You should know that I have assembled a group to explore a range of options for honoring and celebrating your graduation at the appropriate time. Once we see significant progress in stopping the pandemic, the university will be in a much better position to determine what might be possible. 
that made me feel a lot better because I think right now these are uncertain times, but hopefully we social distance and we get through this and then, you know, our wheels are spinning about how to celebrate you guys together as a group, both our, our second year MBA students, our STEM MBAs, our MSBAs. Um, and it, it heartens me to know that the university hasn't given up on doing that itself. So um, I can, you know, hopefully they'll come through and then I can assure you to the extent we're allowed, we're going we're gonna to throw a party too um, and, and strike all the right tones. We're, you know, we're going to celebrate you guys because uh, you certainly deserve it. All of our cohorts, what, what, um, the work you've put in already and then, then what's being asked of you now. Um, I don't take that lightly at all and we want to be there for you when it's over. We want to be here for you while you go through it too. Yeah, so last year it was a lot of fun to put together a reception for you guys. And so that was one of the things that I was holding off on that I didn't want to hear about was that graduation was canceled. So anyway, we want to be able to um, celebrate you guys in in a fashion that we can do so. Um, So that was one update that we wanted to share with you guys is don't forget about us because we haven't forget about you guys exactly that's hopefully we can uh you can find us in your favorite podcast platform hopefully we can do this weekly um there's going to be other we'll get to later in the show some of the other ways we're gonna um stay engaged with you throughout the the rest of the semester um another note is i know um from my email and the town hall the cmc did last friday i know students are concerned a little bit about what's going to happen when the online classes roll out and how faculty um handle that Uh, a couple things that, that i'll say is first and foremost we're here for you so if um if you have questions about what's the, about expectations or what's being asked, just email me and we will try to work through that. I was on a conference call with the dean. I've heard from Dr. Chatterjee on several occasions. The directive to faculty was to consider the circumstances you guys are in and to recognize that two weeks of instruction were lost and to not try to cram that in to the very end, to revise their syllabus um, in a way that, you know, sort of uh, takes into account the situation we're in. And I believe that that's what's going to happen. But if, if something seems off, as always, unfortunately, you can't run to my door, but you can run to my email. Um, so shoot us an email because those are the th- kind of things we still want to be here for you um, with that. And one other note from me, I just want to say, I know that there's a lot of capstone projects happening out there. I can't tell you how much of a differentiator moving to that applied learning platform has been for our program. It is huge for us. I think it is a big piece of our secret sauce. The the experience you guys get from those projects are monumental, in my opinion, in the development we see. I know a ton of work goes into it for you guys, but I ask you, please do what you can to keep adding the value that you've always added to our external clients. Um, because that is increasing our brand in, in so many ways. So um, just a couple of things from me that, that I normally touch with. Uh, Emily, I'm sure you would like to say something. Yeah, just two things on the capstone front. One is just commiserating with students. I'm in a project-based course right now with uh, the entrepreneurship program. Shout out to Quincy if she's listening to this. She's on my project team. And I, I was feeling like, are you 
kidding me? Like I'm trying to adjust to all of this and do my applied learning work, but I've found that my outreach to, in this case, my, the chamber of commerce is my corporate client. They've been really grateful for consistent communication and for being clear what they can expect from us. Um, so I would just encourage y'all to do that. And then also to, uh, the MSBA students who I've been working with, just grateful, um, for the work that you have been doing and are continuing to do. I really look forward to hearing your final presentations. And with that, if there are virtual presentations that you're having, please invite us to participate. And by us, I mean the whole entire staff. Previously, we wouldn't have been able to travel with you to see those final presentations. But if you have those scheduled, put those on our calendar. We'd like to support you in that way. Being able to apply what you're learning in real settings to add real value, that it's a ton of work. But at the end of the day, like it is fulfilling. Um, I just remember the smiles on the faces of uh, one of the MSBA project teams last year as they, they, they were coming back on campus having just uh, nailed a presentation for Bluebird. So, And correct me if I'm wrong, but y'all know this better, but on the admission side for both MSBA and MBA, I feel like new students are really interested in learning about capstones. So the more that we can be educated at, at a staff level on what people have done and the type of impact that that's made, that just uh, creates a better sell for our program. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong. That's the sense I'm getting from this incoming class. Yeah, completely. I mean, I, it, if, if there's one area our program uh, we need to improve on is we have to try to tell these stories better. Like, I think we, I mean, it's not through any shortcomings of our own, we're also busy in making the thing happen that if we had somebody that was just devoted to telling the stories of what we're doing, I, I mean, I think that would make a huge difference. Unfortunately, we don't, we don't work in, in that environment, but um, to your point, yes, the more we as a staff know about it, I know on the MSBA admission side, um, Lee and I routinely talk about, um, the, the projects the students are doing and we're sitting in on those things. So I, I use the term big cardboard in a, a MSBA uh, interview uh, referencing the West Rock project. So, yeah, so we try to have fun, but it, it's, it's one thing when they hear capstone capstone, but it's another when I get to say, Hey, MBAs worked on a project with Chick-fil-A or we're doing this with uh, Cox or CSX. So for sure, it brings it to life for, for everybody. We get asked a lot of questions, too, uh, what they look like and how it would relate to a real real world experience and in what way will that help them in the career search. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely a topic of conversation when we're talking to prospective students. For sure. And it, it allows me to not just be say, sitting there saying fluffy, nice things when I can roll out concrete examples. So the capstones are a, a vital piece to what we're doing. Um, I, I know it's a ton of work. I just want to say thank you for that. Um, and moving on just a bit. The other reason I'm excited to have Emily here is the CMC is really, really trying to um, be engaged and be there for you guys. So I want um, Emily to be a constant presence here in this podcast for that. You know, jokes first and then what's the CMC doing second? Um, yeah, but Emily, maybe you can kind of uh, tee you up here to talk about what all you guys are, are trying to roll out right now. Sure. Thanks, Jake. Yeah. So uh, I hope many of the students were able to join us this past Friday. We're recording this on a Monday. This past Friday, we had the first town hall. And that was a good time for us to just 
hear um, some of your questions, uh, which is helping us to formulate how we'll engage with you moving forward. So just a couple of things that I wanted to highlight that are coming up calendar-wise. Uh, we're having weekly office hours on Wednesdays. So this one's the the first one is this Wednesday from 2 to 3. Just another open forum. You can truly think about it like a drop-in office hours. And what we'll hope to do is gather any of the questions that are answered and make a quick FAQ, just any career-related updates. Um, as I mentioned on Friday, our business partners are taking it day by day. And so that's what we're going to do also. The second thing is the opportunity to sign up for two-on-one meetings with CMC staff. That's just a good opportunity to share kind of, this is what I'm concerned about, or this is where I'm in process with someone. Um, And Patty, Andrew, Paul, or Juwan can help you with tangible next steps. And then last is an ask from you. Juwan and I are implementing a net promoter score to assess the quality of our events. Um, Obviously, those events aren't in person, but this is a great opportunity for us to figure out is how we're engaging with you helpful. And if you're familiar with Net Promoter Score, it's super simple. You just answer one question on a scale of 1 to 10, add any comments, and then send it through. So you'll see that in our follow-up emails moving forward. So if y'all would like to respond to that, we would really appreciate it. It just helps us continue to improve moving forward. Uh, The only There's two other things I want to talk about. Um, I'm continuing to reach out to our corporate partners and they're continuing to update me as they know things, but just know that we um, want to be helpful to our partners and, and we're not trying to bother them and we would encourage you to do the same. So make your outreach meaningful, whether it's a LinkedIn message or an email with someone that you already know, just be mindful and always be purposeful and actionable in your responses. Uh, another opportunity that y'all have is to check out job postings. G1 sends out a handshake job email, um, every Friday and Monday. So be on the lookout for those. Those are, um, up to date. Those are companies who are just posting roles. So we have the most confidence that those are still relevant. The last one, that thing I want to mention is a student shout out. So this is to encourage you as students to be um, active on LinkedIn, looking for jobs, um, and then doing some outside learning. So my first shout out goes to Shabani. Um, She, on her LinkedIn, posted about getting a Google Analytics qualification. And she posted on LinkedIn and posted about it. So just shout out to her for spending time when you don't have schoolwork uh, to work on other certifications. And anybody else who does that sort of thing, um, please email me and then maybe you'll get a shout out on next week's episode. How does that sound, you guys? <laughs> what, is the, what is Google Analytics individual qualification certification? Um, well, I know that Shabani's in marketing and I can actually remember it was when we were in Silicon Valley that one of our alums, Jenny Jensen, uh, she suggested that some of our marketing students look out for some analytics certifications on Google or through LinkedIn learning. There's a lot of kind of places, yeah. places where you can get them. Uh, but for her, I think it was specifically like marketing analytics that she was interested in. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So it's just one other thing, one other differentiator for recruiters who are looking on LinkedIn or otherwise. I think it just really adds to the great student that Shabani is. So shout out. Absolutely. Way to go. And I think it adds to this podcast. So I love it. So we'll do a a weekly student shout out. It's on the students to deliver. We can't just shout out anything. 
So, but I think getting those certifications is, is a great way. Um, and then make sure you put them on LinkedIn. I have a lot of conversations with Paul when I will talk about so-and-so being on a project and Paul's like, why isn't that on their resume? And I'm like, I'm not sure, Paul. So, um, yeah, cool. So kind of going back to LinkedIn and how students are engaging a little bit more virtually, is there a way to be a little bit more connected on LinkedIn or any other platforms for students? I don't know if networking is the right word, but to engage a little bit more with employers or um, partners, any, anything that could, would be helpful in the spare time that they have a little bit more now and that they're not in a classroom. Right. Yeah. I mean, a, not a good chunk, but some of my job is doing some cold outreach or, and, or alumni outreach on LinkedIn. And I've found, you know, if there's a sample size of 10, we'll just say before out of the 10 people I reached out to, maybe two would respond. Now I find out of the 10, five or six will respond. There's just more engagement online. There's more uptake from people. Um, So again, we want to always remember, and I want to remember this too, that people's time is valuable. Time is limited. And especially depending on how they're shifting their job, it might be really hectic for them. But I found that people are really willing and excited to help when they can. So yeah, I would certainly encourage alumni outreach. And then as always, if you're looking at company X and you as a student don't have a contact there, please reach out to one of us because I'm certain that we probably do and would love to either connect you or provide um, their email address or information. So yes, Lee, thanks for asking. Um, and then also I'm circling back to our uh, conversation about any corporate sponsored projects, posting about those on LinkedIn and tagging the company. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's great for both the company and for you as a student. And a good question, Lee. It kind of leads into um, people are going to be shocked that I have this idea, but um, virtual happy hours seem to be taking off a little bit. Um, and I think there's an opportunity for um, us to um, bring in alumni in that kind of format. So one of the things that we're going to be exploring this week is how we could host, um, you know, maybe virtual coffee hours in the morning, early in the week, keep everybody motivated. And then those can be just with staff or just with students to try to bring you guys together. Um, But also, I think there's an avenue for us to plug alumni in. I was on a virtual happy hour with Nathan this this Friday night and um, three other NBA uh, grads were, were there as well. Um, and participated. So it was good to catch up with them. They all expressed eagerness and to connect with students, current students. So um, we're going to be sort of seeing how we might deliver that through Zoom. But um, that would be a way to maybe engage alumni a little bit. In a, um, and probably folks within the last five years of the program, probably a little softer audience there for you guys. But it would be a way for you to stay connected, grow your network, and learn what folks are, what they're seeing in their day-to-day business life now. So um, I did want to mention that. I'm all about um, any kind of happy hour, whether it's coffee or connecting with our students. For sure. I mean, that was one of my takeaways too. Like afterwards, you just forget like you need to see people so um yeah that's the thing that's real so um we're going to try to provide opportunities for that i believe the cmc is going to continue to have their town halls 
um, that's a, a great way to do it as well. And then I think we're all can, can be available for virtual meetings if needed, certainly by email. If you, but if you, if you need, if you need a conversation, I probably need a conversation too. So we can, we can connect that way. Emily has launched us on Microsoft teams. So that's, that's been fun. We're learning how to use that as a group. Now there's major staff infighting about what belongs in an email thread and what belongs on Microsoft Teams. So progress. Progress, and I'm still progressing. <laughs> yeah, we're learning. The only trouble is that, you know, it's like I have one group of friends who's using Google Hangouts, another's, oh, doing yeah. Zoom, See, another's another. using Teams. So there's really no, yeah, learning three different systems. Um, uh-huh. yeah. Well, and then there's like FaceTime. And then there's, I don't know what Android has. Sorry. <laughs> Android will not be sponsoring this podcast. Lee, thanks for that. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean you can give a shout out for him. I just don't, I don't have one. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. We're doing great here, but I think we're, we're, we're a ways off from uh, approaching advertisers. I think. <laughs> Jake, you have to dream big. If you this dream is, it, you believe it. If you believe it, you can dream it, you can do it. There's something there. Yeah. I mean, you know? your 15 minutes, man, they, they got to happen. And that's sponsors, right. Sponsors will be a part of that. All right. Yes. That's very true. Okay. You talked about, um, you talked about uh, my 15 minutes, which means it's time for a joke. I looked up a lot of puns related to coronavirus, and, you know, some were great and others were not. But, one that I do want to share, I won't share my source because I'd like everyone to believe that I made this up, um, but you can certainly find it on the internet. So it says, the amount of bad coronavirus jokes is starting to reach worrying numbers. Some scientists claim it might be a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Bravo, Everybody. bravo. Thank you, thank you. And for those who don't know, I generally post a joke on my door on Fridays. So this is my attempt to, to keep it light, keep it fresh, um, and keep it punny, which is always what I'm, I'm trying to do. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it, and I think it's important for us to still be us in all this and, and keep to whatever routine we can. So, Hey, while we're still on a lighter note here, um, Emily is teaching. Are you teaching yoga classes now? Or are you still in the process of getting certified? Um, I'm technically still in the process of getting certified, but part of my training is that I uh, get the opportunity to practice teach. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if that's something that students would be interested in, um, I'm happy to do it. Um, uh, the format of it is, is, uh, still up in the air. And if anybody even wants that, I'm not trying to just boost my ego and teach some yoga classes if nobody wants it, but I think it would be fun. It would help me, uh, be a better yoga teacher if, it, when it comes time for me to kind of have that as a side gig. So yeah, let me know if that would be interesting. And also I'm curious schedule wise, like what time are people waking up? I mean, as a nine o'clock ha- uh, coffee hour for students like unheard of something tells me they're more on like a noon to midnight schedule. What do you think? I was going to say, I don't know. I think everybody's schedule is kind of all over the place, but I still have to set my alarm. (laughs) I I would love to shift from a 12 to nine, but I got a two year old, a four year old that are, they're going to insert themselves at (laughs) 7am. 
Oh, you know, hey, get them on the yoga classes too. Yeah, virtual yoga, I mean, yes, this is a great idea. Um, Thanks for offering that. Emily and and I would please students if, if you're if you're liking this you know you don't have to tell me because of my ego but if we're meeting the mark here that is great but it helps us to know what you're interested in so the virtual happy hours where alums is a great idea tell me that if it's if it's done then we'll move on to something else right we we um, our challenge is to be here for you um, in a way that is a uh, convenient and helpful. So that's, that's a big goal for us. And and we're trying to, to dig down. And um, I mean, I don't want to be a downer, but it sucks not being in Athens in the spring. And so if we can help you in any way, um, that's what I want to do. And speaking of uh, maybe on the the other side, we were going to touch on a couple of resources because I know like, you know, being alone, the social isolation can can take a toll on folks. So there are some university resources we wanted to make sure you're aware of. I think we can put links to that stuff in the show notes. But um, the UGA Health Center is available and the counseling, I think their, their acronym is CAPS, but their counseling and psychological services are open as well. So um, if you just need to talk through anything or if, this, if any aspect of this is hitting you particularly hard, no, we're here, um, but also there are um, um, resources at the university level as well um, that we just want to make sure you're aware of. Um, and, and students, please reach out. We can mention some of those things in the next episode. We hope to build a sense of community through this too and find ways for you guys to um, engage with this podcast and with us. Good stuff. Hey, thanks for letting me join you guys. This has been fun. I wish I had been here all along. Yeah, well, we're, we're here now and we're ready to rock. So thanks to everybody for listening. And um, we'll have full, more for you next week in podcast format. But uh, if you need us this week, uh, email um, or Microsoft Teams or cell phones, whatever works. We want to be here for you. Stay safe and take care. Thanks for listening to the Data Dogs podcast uh, with Jake Mosley, Emily Nicholas, and myself, Lee Britton. We hope you all are staying safe and feeling well. For the latest information and resources regarding the University of Georgia and this virus, um, you can reach out to UGA's website, main website. They have a coronavirus update page. Uh, More information about our programs, georgiaanalytics.com or uga.edu forward slash MBA forward slash full time. Um, We'll have all the information about this in our show notes. Follow us on Instagram at Georgia Analytics and Georgia MBA and subscribe to this podcast. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.